heaven? No. It's Iowa. Eric, man, check this out. I have the absolute best podcast guest. You're going to love this guy. He's from Spain. He has got the best movie reviews. He's the hottest thing. He knows so much about movies. He's super passionate. We've got to get him on this podcast. Where'd you find this guy? I've never even heard of him. He was out review. I just saw him. He was doing pickup reviews on the street. He was just having one-off, one-on-one reviews with random people on the street. He was just blowing everybody away. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Well, what's, what's his deal? What's so special about this guy? He just knows so much about movies, and he's just so smart and so funny and so likable. I mean, he's just great. He's the perfect podcast guest. Nobody even knows about this guy. He's a fucking unicorn. Give me an example. What, what's he reviewed? Oh, he loves THX 1138. I mean, it's, it's great. He's had the most compelling arguments about why THX 1138 is the best George Lucas movie, the best science fiction movie, better than 2001 Space Odyssey. It's just the most amazing thing you've ever seen, man. You definitely have to check this guy. We've got to get him on this pod. Ben, you know you're good at a lot of things, but we need you out there scouting podcast guests. So go back out there. Go find me somebody that is a fan. guy. I don't need a fan of THX 1138. I'm out. Okay, I'm out. We're not no other podcast it. knows about this guy. You're missing out. Screw you, you born on third base motherfucker. I quit. Olay, bitch. We're talking hustle on the pot of dreams. Taking me to see basketball or bare knuckle boxing. We do everything. <laughs> I'm Stanley Sugarman. I'm a scout for the 76ers. So you're 22 years old. Because you can't be in the draft if you're over 22. Yes, I'm 22 years old. Who's this? It's my son. How old is he? He's 10 years old. Okay. Okay. This Philly thing. There's room to grow there. I want to coach someday. Do you love being away from home all the time? Best chance to win in here is with you out there. What the hell am I still chasing this for? So you're just going to give up on your journey? Been in this league for 30 years, and it's like I'm nothing. Look at this come to Philly, your whole world's gonna change overnight. I gotta work. My mom and my daughter, they mean everything to me. Salary's $900,000. He will call in sick. In all the years I've been doing this, have I ever reacted this way? He's raw. We train him, get him in NBA shape. What do you say? Not gonna happen, Stan. You just gotta get back out there. You know, I haven't been home on my daughter's birthday for nine years running. I'm not asking. The Sixers don't know you stashed her. Being the guy who finds the guy matters in this business. Moulton's fire you for this. I just want to make sure I do what's right for the kid. He's got a daughter to support. You got a daughter to support. Where are you from? Spain. Sound wet. You think you can stop me? Welcome to America! That wasn't him. That wasn't even close to him. I fly home tomorrow. Is that what you want to do? Hey, you love this game. I love this game. I live this game. Let's get to work. The draft happens in six weeks. If we're going to do this, we got to do it ourselves. No doubt about it. That kid's got it. Do you need a hand up? You don't need nobody's help. We need a spark. This is all for you, pal. It's for us. Okay, it's for us. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining the Pot of Dreams this week. We're doing Hustle, Netflix movie. Uh, Again, thanks for listening. Um, I picked this movie for one particular reason. And if you know me, you know right away why it is. And it's, it's Anthony Edwards. And I just have a question, Ben. Should we give him the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor now? I mean, he's got to be on the short list, right? For best, he's he's incredible in this movie. He plays Kermit Wiltz. He's great. He's amazing. Should we give him the Oscar now? He's he's good. Can I tell you? Can I give you a confession, Eric? I didn't know it was Anthony Edwards until afterwards. I didn't didn't know at the time who it was. Like this guy's pretty good. He's doing some good trash talk. He's doing fine. And I was like, oh, it's Anthony Edwards. That's why Eric wanted to watch this movie. <laughs> Did you know he was a professional basketball player? 
I or did you think he so. was an actor? No, I assumed he was a professional basketball player. Um, I just like probably somebody I don't know. Um, I'm not that into the NBA, so I was like, there's most of the guys on there that there was a lot of professional NBA players in this movie, and I didn't know most of them, you know. So it's just assumed anybody that's playing basketball was an actual professional or an actual coach, other than the few people that I knew were actors. Yeah, I mean, I I just gotta so clear out on this on this whole deal because there's a scene in the movie. So Anthony Edwards plays; he's kind of the villain of the movie. He's basically the villain. He's the sports sure. movie villain. Sort of, and yeah, sure. There's a scene in the movie where the, the main character, who's also a former Timberwolf, by the way, Juancho Hernan Gomez, plays Bo Cruz, the lead of the movie. He was on yes. the Timberwolves. Okay. Um, I don't, did they correctly get rid of him? Was he not good enough to be on your beloved Timberwolves, Eric? Uh, they did trade him in 2020. I'll, I'll go through his, his – he had two years. He actually had his best, his best season as a Timberwolf. But were you happy that he was traded, or were you sad about yeah, it? Yeah, he, he, he was like a guy that had some promise, but – was never going to be a star. Oh, wow. Okay. But, um, so there's a scene in this movie where the, the main character, he's trying to become an NBA player. Adam Sandler's a scout, international scout. He's sort of brings him in, wants him, wants the 76ers to take a look at him, draft him. And they refuse anyways. So he gets them in the combine towards the end of the movie, the NBA combine leading up to the draft. And they go head to head Edwards and Hernan Gomez go head to head. And there's a, there's, there's a sequence. So Edwards is just like a complete trash talking asshole. He's just like, he's in his grill. He's driving him crazy. And there's a sequence in the movie where, where Edwards gets the ball. He fakes him out scores. And then he insinuates that Hernan Gomez had a kid with his own mother. (laughs) that, That he fucked his mom and had a baby. And then he called his daughter's mom a whore, basically. And then he suggests that his daughter's mom should shack up with him because then he could give his daughter. And I think the quote was, um, I would be a great stepdaddy and give her a real man to look up to. (laughs) And then he blocks the shot and then does a windmill dunk on him. That's the whole sequence of the movie. It's incredible. I know I'm making him sound like a complete maniac, and he kind of is in this movie, but He's supposed to, you know, be this shit-talking, you know, cocky basketball player, and he's incredible, and I love it, and it's it's a reason enough to watch this movie. Future Hall of Fame Timberwolf Anthony Edwards. Not only the best plot, so the, in this movie we have Adam Sandler playing an NBA scout for the 76ers who aspires to be a coach, and for reasons uh, bad luck, I guess he's about to become a coach, and then has to end up he is for a little while, but then gets relegated back to being a scout. The best part was that. The main character's arc is that he had to learn how to just deal with trash talk. That was it. That was his growth as a, as a character. I have to be able to not lose my shit when people like, talk shit to me, which is a plot line I've never seen before in a movie, and I liked that. That was my absolute well, favorite part. And it was some really good trash talk. I mean, it was pretty aggravating. So there, there was a – I listened to a different podcast, and this other – I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but – he had a theory which blew my mind when I heard heard this theory that this movie is basically like a remake of Happy Gilmore. And I was like, whoa, hold on a second. And and there's so many comparisons that like Adam Sandler's Chubbs had his shot, broke his hand because in the movie Adam Sandler has like a busted up hand yeah. and Chubbs, the damn alligator, bit his hand off. And then Hernan Gomez, who is basically happy, is this like phenom – Sort of like he was at golf, but he has like anger issues. He had an assault charge and like Anthony Edwards pushes him just like Shooter McGavin. Anthony Edwards is basically Shooter McGavin. And and that's the plot of the movie. It's like it's like a remake of Happy Gilmore. So imagine if you saw Happy Gilmore and you're like, hey, I want to do this, but I want it to be about basketball and be not funny. And be not funny. That's this movie. Yeah. Yeah. If, If you think that sounds appealing to you, that's fine. I mean, but it's a traditional sports movie, though. There's there's a, you know. A lot of sports movies like this. Uh, so I, I, I think it's a I think it's a really good like basketball sports movie. There's problems. It's not a perfect movie. I think Adam Sandler is actually like the worst part of it. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, we did Uncut Gems quite a while ago, and it's like that's that's Exhibit One A, and Adam Sandler can act. One B is Hunter of Love, and this is like I, I never thought I was looking at. I, I knew I was looking at Adam Sandler the whole time. I didn't get lost in this character or anything. It's like oh, this is Adam Sandler pretending to be. An NBA scout coach, which is fine. It's not bad, but it wasn't. But it's funny either. when the movie starts, you see the Happy Madison logo, and 
I realized like he has this he's had this deal with Netflix for like I don't know ten years or whatever. I don't think I've seen a single one of those Netflix happy or happy Madison um, Adam Sandler movies. This is probably the first one I've watched. My wife started one once, and it was I couldn't I couldn't watch. I was like I gotta get out of here. This is miserable. The one where he's like a detective on a boat. It's a murder mystery. I, yeah, but there no, was like a Halloween not. one he did. Yes, there's like a western. He's done like all sorts of crazy movies, but this is the first one I watched. Yeah, that's not a comedy. So, so there's I, fu- there's some funny bits in it. The Boban where he st- says he's 22, and then the kid walks in. How old is he? He's my son. He's sure. just 10 years old. I was like, yeah, no, that's. I, mean, that's I didn't laugh, but it was like, okay, that's mildly amusing. I didn't like burst out laughing, but. No, it's yeah. definitely a drama. It's a sports drama for sure. It's not a comedy, which is weird that Adam Sandler is like trying to do a serious performance. But I really liked I liked the you know, I'm a big basketball fan. I lo- I like the NBA a lot. I like that they had NBA players. Like in a lot sure. of these sports movies, the basketball is like not good. I thought the, all the basketball was good. Um well, the so basketball scenes. I don't know how those scouting games work cuz our, our main lead, he just shoots the ball a ton. I'm like, aren't the other players trying to impress people too? Is it everybody just chucking up a bunch of shots and trying to drive? They How show him play work? defense and pass a bit too, but yeah, I mean, a he's a little bit. Mostly it's him. If he makes a three, he's doing well. And if he misses a three, he's doing bad. It's mostly just him putting up shots. And yeah, that's fine. And some of it is you just have to take narrative shortcuts. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe if somebody's a basketball fan, Eric. So the very first time we, our protagonist, he gets to to play in a, a scout, like a sort of scrimmage, right? A bunch of potential NBA prospects play in a scrimmage, and he's playing Kermit, um, who's the number two prospect in the NBA, which suggests he's probably really good at basketball. And that guy works him over a little bit in their first encounter. And then the guy gets dismissed. Is that typical? Like, if you get worked over by the number two guy in the NBA draft, is the assumption that you suck? Is, I mean, no, I think it was because he lost his cool. But would that be enough if, like, you're an NBA team and you're like, this guy is super talented. He just has anger issues. You'd be like, I'm out. Well, and then and then he fell apart. Like his game fell apart. He stopped playing well, so sure. he looked bad. Sure, but it also happened with like a a great trash talker who's really really good. I don't know. Um, I didn't understand why make him the number two prospect. They're like, what the hell was that? I suppose because he wouldn't be in the combine. That that makes sense. They did. There was a little line in there. Is like, you know, you're you've got your spot locked in. Why are you even here? And he's like, because I want to play. I want to show everybody that I'm best. Like the number one prospect. Like he didn't. Anthony Edwards, who was the number one prospect, number one draft. He didn't play or participate in the combine. Like he didn't have to. So yeah, this guy wanted to be number one, right? So he's number yeah. two, and that's why he was there. He's like, I should be the number one, so I'm going to show everybody that I should be the first pick. Sure, that's fine. That was it's just enough. weird because he was the first, you know, in real life, he was the first pick. And it's also weird that like Gomez. Why not Her- make him Anthony Edwards? Right, anyway. that is it. Hernan Gomez was playing a different guy, Bo Cruz, who didn't. It wasn't a real person, and and Anthony Edwards was playing Kermit Wilkes, who's not a real person. And then there was another guy, I think, uh, 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 Wagner, Hans Wagner or something like that. He was playing a, a different guy, too, that wasn't him. But all the other people in the movie were playing themselves. Like, all the 76ers players, they were all just playing themselves. Um, and is Doc was, Rivers the current coach of the 76ers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know if he quit he or if he's or been fired since the last season. But, yeah, he was last season. Sure. Um and Brad Stevens Thibault. is still the coach of the Celtics. No, no, he's the GM of the Celtics. Oh, god. And it. I think okay. I think what happened there is is Hernan Gomez was actually traded to the Celtics this last season, so they they had to film because um, they must have filmed the end. So the movie ends where where Bo Cruz becomes an NBA player and um, Adam Sandler spoiler becomes yeah, a. It's not a spoiler. You know that that's going to becomes end. a coach. <laughs> In the first act, you know that Bo right. Cruz is going to make the NBA. There's no but tension or mystery. Involved. The game ends in like a real, um, in like a real game between the the Sixers and the Celtics, and um, you know he's playing, and I think that's what it was. Is like Hernan Gomez was traded to the Celtics, so they had to like adjust it. So you know it was a real like they filmed it before the game started or something like that. Um, so I don't know. I I I, I love it because Anthony Edwards talking shit and busting. Bussin it, it was the best great. part. It was an interesting storyline. Uh, 
I mean, there wasn't a lot else for me to chew on, frankly. I mean, you get a lot of Adam Sandler's movie, and it's pretty nebulous. I mean, I don't know if anybody's seen Spanglish, but I felt like this was kind of comparable to Spanglish. It's sort of a serious a drama, but with a little bit of a light, a light drama, if that's a real term. It's not heavy, not melodramatic. Um, and he's fine. And in Spanglish, he's playing a chef, but he's basically playing himself. And here he's playing a scout. He's basically playing himself. And you know where it's headed. I thought for a brief second towards the end, Eric, that we were going to get like a more nuanced ending. And I was about to be really excited. Like if he gets too angry and then I thought like, Oh, maybe he'll just go play in the European leagues. He'll still make some decent money in the European leagues. And maybe then he can come back and get drafted to play in the NBA. I thought that was where I was going to go. And I was like, Oh, that's a little more interesting. Yeah. Uh, It's actually my major complaint of the movie is like, I'm sure there are scouts, right? Every NBA team has an international scout, I'm sure, I hope. Sure. But, like, most of these guys, like Luka Doncic and Giannis, like, they were playing in European leagues, like professional sports, and that's how they were discovered. You know, it's not like they found some guy on the street with, with like, cargo pants and boots on. and like, oh, that guy looks like, you know, he's 6'8", he could play. Like, that, that just never happens. You know, most of it is like they go see international games that are like televised or Well, that's streamed. what Adam Sandler was doing, right? Yeah. He was going to these international games and seeing actual players and then this guy on the street. I, I don't know how he knew he was so good. I mean, like if you see somebody owning somebody else on the street, aren't you just like the guys playing on the street might just be really shitty? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I think his size, you see a 6'8 dude that, I mean, you, that can move like that. You'd be like, holy shit, that dude could be like a really good basketball player. That, that would jump out at you right away. Okay. Okay, I mean, he's, enough. you know, he's like four inches taller than me and I'm like a tall person and I can't run and jump like that. Like that to, to see someone like that live in real person, like at, at a, a park gym would be pretty mind blowing. Sure. He's pretty dominant. Fair, I mean, fair enough. That's the whole crux of the movie. But there, there wasn't enough of the actual stuff outside of the main like. Here's he's training. He's getting coached up. We get a lot of <laughs> getting coached by Adam Sandler more than I needed or wanted. Of uh, I, I didn't need to see a bunch of. I didn't need ten. You gotta have a montage drink. in the sports movie. You could have been a lot shorter. It didn't need to be ten to fifteen minutes um, of him doing training. Uh, personally, I would have liked to know more about him as a person. What what happened with the aggravated assault? Like what was going on in his life? Why did that happen? He talks about it. it he went to, with his girlfriend. It's like one scene. He went to see her, and the dude was there, and he didn't, you know, he he, he was a little hard to understand, I thought, a oh, little yeah. bit, um, which is, oh, yeah. but again, he's not he's not an actor either, like, he's a professional basketball player, which I oh, think for, fine. for that, like, you know, to get a guy who's not an actor to play a basketball player, he was pretty good. But then we, it's just, what what's Ben Foster's deal? Uh, and by the way, I'm a... I feel like Ben Foster just gets the short shrift in Hollywood. I feel like, why doesn't that guy get better parts? Um, the movie give, gives him very little to work on, work with, I mean, and he makes the most of it. They just make him bald. That's like his only character trait is like he's a bald guy. He's bald and he makes bad basketball decisions. We don't know anything about his philosophy or anything. We just know that he was wrong the two times he went head-to-head with Adam Sandler. He's just, I guess, doesn't. Have good instincts. Well, we don't even know, like, because the the other part that bothered me about the movie is like they talk about how they had this the pick from the Hawks or something like that. That's why they were. That's why he was scouting this international players because like they had a they had a high draft pick coming up in the draft. Sure. And they needed to get it right. And as Timberwolves fan, you know what it's like to have a high draft pick. It happens. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Thank you, Anthony Edwards. Yes. Um, but. Then, like, when we get to the scene where he's a coach now, there's no reference to, like, did they pick? Obviously, they didn't pick Bo Cruz. They picked somebody else. But, like, what what happened with that? Like, that was the whole conflict is, like, they had this high pick and they needed to get it right. And that's why he fired Sandler. And then it's like that we don't ever go back no, to they, that. No, they don't care about the 76. It's just it's all Adam Sandler's movie. It's all about him getting vindication by finding the guy and proving he can coach him up and get him, getting him ready. And, like, did he get a cut of his first salary or, like, like, yeah, I don't know. Talk. That's a good question. There was a was there was like a bit agent. where Kenny Anderson, who's also I think very he's good, good yeah, very yeah, good in this movie, he plays good, like yeah. an agent. He doesn't play Kenny Anderson, um, yeah. and he like tries to pitch him a job to be an agent with him, and then they they never go back to that. But that's essentially what he was to Bo Cruz was his agent. 
getting him prepped for the draft, and then I assume you get a cut of his salary or whatever. Yeah. That is his contract. What do you think an international scout for an NBA team makes? Like, what do you think Adam Sandler's character salary was at the beginning of the movie? Is it six figures? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, the 76ers are like a, you know, billion dollar franchise. Like, sure, yeah. With probably, I mean, 100 employees, you know, I mean, how many people actually work for a basketball team? You got like some marketing, you got legal, you got like, Sure. The coaching staff, but then you got scouts, you know. I don't like money. Money. Have you seen Moneyball? Moneyball is a good movie about scouts and scouting. And this movie, I think, it is is also a pretty good movie about. No, it is. Yeah, pro, I mean, they're, t- they're putting scouting. him in five star hotels, and he's getting, I'm sure, big. You know, he, he can put in a lot of expenses daily for food and shit. You know, I'm sure he's made. I'm just. Buying a lot things. of a lot of that product placement, a lot of that uh, oh, fast food. Oh, <laughs> Netflix is kicking out that product placement. Oh, Adam Sandler's been good at that since day one. Happy Gilmore, a big Subway, like oh yeah, big, yeah, big Subway chunk, and there's probably way more, but the Subway most of all. So he's he's figured out how to do this. Like oh, I can I can make a movie, have this budget, I can get companies to pay me to put their products in the movie to trim the budget, and I can be like guaranteed to make money. Uh, you know, he he knows the the business of making movies. But I was just like, it's one of those things. I never really identified with Adam Sandler's plight. Like, okay, he wants to be a coach and Robert Duvall dies. So then he gets demoted. Why does Ben Foster demote him? Don't really know. He says he's invaluable as a scout. Maybe it's petty. We don't really know. Don't flush it out. But I'm like, you know, I get that you're sick of five-star hotels, but you're making a shitload of money and you're still at least tied to the game of basketball. Yeah. I don't feel that sad for you that you're not a coach. More like boardroom you know, sort of like politics would have been a better, like, like that's what I think that's what Moneyball does so well is the like politics of, you know, the coach and the man, the manager and the GM and the sort of like conflict. Yeah, there, there. wasn't any of that. Yeah. It, it was just Ben Foster. And then there was the, 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 the woman from SNL who's like his sister. And that was also like, what's their relationship? What's their, like, she I, likes him, but yeah. she doesn't want to do anything, but then she's fighting Ben Foster for control at the end. That was a little bit of a mistake. thankless role for her. That's fine. I, just didn't, just, I didn't know why she was, why that character uh, was there. No, I, we needed a counterpoint to Ben Foster's douchebaggery. I, yeah, it didn't make sense. I mean, I'm sure Heidi, um, I can't think of her last name, uh, but she, uh, I'm sure she got paid well to, to be in the four scenes. But she was also it. like not funny. Like you get a co- no, comedic person from funny SNL. Like, why, yeah, why did yeah, you yeah, not she make her be funny? funny. And, and it's not dramatic. It's just, it's just you come on and say these lines. It could have literally been anybody. It could have been almost like any actress could have done her part. Not because she's not great, but just there's just nothing there. It's just, it was only like three scenes. Well, I, 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 there wasn't enough advanced stats discussion for you. I, I'm sure that was probably a bummer. They, there was a bit of it when they... When God, what, what were there was a, a discussion. It was Ben Foster and Sandler, and they were kind of debating about that's when Ben Foster brings up that he drafted Bargnani or whatever and gave him shit for that. It was like this bad call or something like that. Who was a, he was a high draft pick. I think he was the first pick. And then like, he just sucked. So they made this joke that he was the one that did that. Um, but well, they, there yeah. was a bit of a discussion about stats and I was like, Oh, are they going to go hard- hardcore on advanced stats here to get, get Ben, a uh, get Ben no, this going? Seemed, I know. I, I assume it's because you wanted to watch it. I assume this is the opposite. Like, Games aren't played on nerds' computers. They're played in real life with men, and they got to want it more. Um, but see, that's another part with Ben Foster's character that's confusing, right? He admits drafting the guy who was a German person or whatever, or I don't, I don't remember what, what European country he's from, but um, he admits that drafting that guy was a mistake because Adam Sandler says, don't draft this guy. Ben Foster says, oh, you should draft him. They draft him, and Ben Foster has this moment of, oh, yeah, he acknowledges he made a mistake. Is he growing? What's that? Nothing. There's just nothing. His character is just nothing. It's a big nothing burger. Um, no, I, I don't give a shit about advanced stats, but I do like three-dimensional characters or people that have philosophical or ideological differences. That's interesting to me. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a flat two-dimensional villain, it would be more fun, be more cartoonish. You know, be like more Andy Edwards? Sure, sure. You know, I mean, I, I, even then, he at least has a little bit like, okay, he's trying to be number one. He's hyper competitive alpha dude, right? You can see his brain working like at the combine. Bo Cruz is 
competing with him for draft stock. He's like, all right, I got to find a way to break this guy down because he's he's maybe going to look better than me, right? So he's, he's out of his own insecurity or just like that. That's fine, but so many other people just okay. Well, what's their motivation? Why do they care so much? Um, why does Ben Foster think Adam Sandler's such a great scout, but then he's mad when he brings him a guy that he thinks is really good, and he was just I I don't know that he, he uh, Sandler told him he was wrong. And Foster didn't listen, and he was wrong. And he people hold grudges like that. That's that seems totally. He already admitted he was wrong before. That's what's interesting. Yeah, he, but he's, he's still gonna hold that. It's like this guy always knows. You know, you you've worked with people where it's like they 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 say something, and you're like, that's not right, and you, t- you call them on it, and they then they hate you forever because you called them on it. Like you've been there. I'm well, sure. somebody says like a movie's gonna win Best Picture, and you call them <laughs> on it, and they won't back down, and they or, just double or down. Or like on you their work with take. somebody, and they make a bet that you couldn't get off a basket, uh, you couldn't hit the rim, and you well, yeah, play what? <laughs> we do have to do have to highlight that because that was why I thought you picked the movie. I, I guess I didn't realize you hadn't watched it. Yet, so I thought it would make more sense in retrospect. But Eric's a big, strong six six foot four, right? Is that your correct height? About that, yeah. Sure. So you're almost a half a foot taller than me. You're your big manly man. I'm a dweeb who likes evidence and likes to think about things Advanced and really stats. formulate my opinion over time after reflecting on it and everything I know. And you're a guy who likes to just say whatever's in your mind. Um, and I don't know what I don't know what prompted it, but once you claimed that if you and I played one on one, I could not get a shot off. Not that you I could hit the rim. Fast. You could hit the rim. And and there's a scene in this. So Bo Cruz has burned every bridge because he gets too angry because of Anthony Edwards. And the, so they get Dr. J to, to film like a, a street ball sort of event where he keeps playing guys one-on-one. And if they hit the rim, they get 50 bucks. They make a shot, they get a hundred bucks. And if they win one-on-one, they get a thousand bucks or whatever. Um, and I was like, Oh, it's the ball challenge. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what Eric thought he could do to me. Uh, it's like, oh man, now, now I really want to play one on one to see if I can hit the rim once. And no, that was just a happy coincidence that that was in the movie. I had no idea. Oh, it's like, oh man, it's like, wait, so is it just Anthony? No, it's this, this scene too. It's like, oh, that's perfect. That, that's how Eric sees me. He, he's he's the world class athlete. I'm just <laughs> some geek on the street. Well, no I'm, I'm, I'm getting up there in age. I think you you could definitely get a couple on me now. I think I could get. I think I could hit the rim. <laughs> I felt that way a couple like three years ago. I feel. If all I have to do is hit the rim at least once, I could win 50 bucks if that's the bet. We'll have to do a pot of dreams challenge and put it on Twitter or something. See if see if you can get a basket on me. Yeah. So uh, apparently Adam Sandler loves working with Timberwolves legends because this is the second time now that he has, you know, we went from KG to Anthony Edwards. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I he, he he's a... It, a couple of basketball adjacent movies. Um, one of them's a lot better than the other one. Uh, not a spoiler to the end, but uh, one of them's way, way, way better. Um, like Queen Latifah, she has a thankless role in this movie. Her she's job the is wife. Just to yeah, she's the wife. Support Adam Sandler. Like, not get mad at him for doing crazy stuff, and just support him all the time. And only aspires to support him. I thought the Sandler stuff well. with his daughter was good. I, was he, sweet, he seemed like a real dad. Like, you know, oh, sure. the side hug. Like, that's a real thing that happens, you know, when your kids get older. I'm living that now. I'm living that now. I don't get the daddy as much anymore, you know. I mean, that's – and then it's like the uh, one part I liked when – she, he was taking her to, like, uh, see Evil Dead, right? Wasn't she going to see Evil Dead Evil at Dead the too, cemetery thought, yeah. or something like that? And uh, she leaves, and he's like, he yells at her friends. He's like, I've known you since you were in kindergarten. You don't say hi to me. It's like, it's just, it doesn't seem like a real dad thing. I don't know. Sure. Their, their relationship was convincing. It was sweet. It was fine. And I like that she was, like, not an athlete at all. Like, they made her just, like, not be good at sports. And they kind of made fun of her a little bit about that. Sure. Sure, they have a nice little family dynamic. But, again, that's like, you have all these people in this role, you're like, are you real people? No, not really. You're just kind of props. And this movie about Adam Sandler getting redemption against Ben Foster, I guess. Yeah. So, so here's a, a Hernan Gomez. So he was traded to the Wolves in 2019. His best season as a pro, he averaged 12 points a game, 30 minutes. What's uh, his per? I don't have it. What's don't his have real it. plus minus? Man. I don't have I don't his real plus minus. This. 
I don't have his efficiency stats, stats like here. Like a rube. These are just like actual numbers. Um, and then 2020 is his his full first full season with the Wolves. It was cut short because of COVID. His his stat line dropped a bit. He went down about seven points a game. And then 2020 he was 2021 he was traded, and apparently he had COVID to start the year and missed a bunch of time. And he's just never he's been traded two three times since then I think. So. So you know you don't miss him on your Timberwolves. Don't let the uh, hit you. No, out, but there was a minute there I was like, oh, he might be, he might be pretty good, but it didn't didn't work out for him, which is kind of a bummer. So he's not I, not a Hall of Famer like he he plays in uh, Hustle. No, he's definitely not not going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's all I have to really say. about it. I, I I liked it. Do you want to give you want to give your rating? Sure, uh, it's two and a half stars out of five. Uh, it's fine, I guess. It, you know, there's very little for me to chew on. It doesn't do anything overtly bad. Uh, there's nothing horrible in it, but there's not very much that's particularly good either. You want to watch a movie about basketball players and NBA Combine and you know, if you really like, you really like people making threes and people going, oh, whoa, whoa. If you like that, if that's a cool thing, um, that that's fine. Uh, it's uh, the main guy I didn't care about. I wasn't interested in his plight. There aren't a lot of people around him that are interesting. It's fine. It mostly does what it says it's going to do, and I don't really care about what it does. It's fine. It's very, very forgettable. It's a movie I'm already, like, it's already fading away from my consciousness. I won't be thinking about this movie years from now. Like, oh, so it's just not going to happen. What about you, Eric? Well, I think on its own I'd give it three stars. But with Anthony Edwards, with his performance in this movie, I'm giving it four. I'm bumping an entire star. Okay. Because, you know, honestly, like, if you think, if you think, like, Javier Bardem in No Country, Kathy Bates in Misery, you got anybody playing the Joker, just just a real villain, like scene stealing performance. I think you gotta put Anthony Edwards in that in that conversation as Kermit Wiltz. I I really think he's honestly in the grouping of all time great supporting actor performances. And and in this movie, uh, he's worth a star just for that. So hundred okay. percent Anthony Edwards, four stars. Okay. Homer <laughs> alert. Do not – nobody out there think this is actually a four-star movie. It's not. It is just totally passable. And it's fine. a good sports movie. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good sports movie. It's an okay sport movie. It's not, it's, not, it's not the fighter. Like, it's not anything like that. It's probably not Creed, even though I haven't seen that one. But no, what you say about it. Okay, correct. These are all, like, quality sports. This is just – it's totally fine. If you like basketball, you, you'll like it more than me, but it's not going to be up there. The greatest What's a better basketball, basketball movie? A better basketball? Oh, well, can you help me think Ab- of basketball Above the rim, there? above the rim. White guys, uh, he white got, can't jump He got better. game, he got game. White men can't jump definitely better. He got game. Uh, this, oh, I kept, meant to say, like, so this movie, have you ever seen The Air up there? Have you ever heard of this movie, Eric? Kevin Bacon? Yeah, he finds a, oh, yeah. a guy in Africa. Yep. Uh, that was like that, that was like a, a a bit off of Hakeem Olajuwon, so Hakeem Olajuwon was kind of discovered in a very similar way. Well, yeah, and that was at least at least he had to like, I, and I'm sure it was not culturally sensitive. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but he at least has to learn about another culture and like get to know people and get past some of his privilege before he can connect with the guy. Anyway, made me think of the Arab there as well a little bit. Yeah, um, I like that movie. It was fine. Yeah, There's I mean, like I, a big yeah. tournament in the village at the end of the movie. And he has to do some ritual to his penis to be able to participate in the tribe. That's the thing that's I most right. remember. Yep, that's right. Because they're like, only people that have done this ritual are members of the tribe and can play. And then he like pulls his shorts up and they're like, oh, I guess I guess I was but like, I could play. The, the basketball in that movie is not good. And because they didn't have real basketball players. It was all actors in that oh, movie. Oh, I'm sure it was really corny. Kevin Bacon's a not a convincing basketball. And that was actually the surprising. Like Adam Sandler... I, I, you you see some clips where he's at like some rec center just balling with some dude like he li- he he plays basketball a lot and he loves basketball. They don't he does he even take a jump shot in this movie? 
I don't think so. I mean, he's got the hand thing, so maybe he can't. But he like, said he can't shoot. He said he couldn't shoot yeah. even before his action. He's like, I couldn't shoot, so I had to learn to play defense and pass. But you, you can shoot. But that, that, like even in Uncut Gems, there's a scene where he, he steals the basketball and he shoots. Like even in that movie, like he loves basketball. But I, I was shocked that there wasn't more of him actually playing. But was the basketball in this really genuinely good? I mean, it's oh, a lot yeah. of cuts to made three pointers. Um, we don't see much actual basketball because there's no context. Nobody cares about the score. It's just yeah. I mean, it's, you're not watching a game, but like the the I thought the streetball stuff was good. Uh, I that mean, was the most fun part for sure. The, him blocking shots and you know playing defense and and squaring guys up. The combine game I thought was that was exciting. And then then the like NBA game the where where it's like they're just like playing we get like Trey Young and all those guys. That was kind of fun. It was they were more just sort of fucking around, but yeah, I'm trying to think what are the other basketball movies? Um, I, I Blue Chips is probably better, I guess. Blue Chips, about that. yeah. Um, that that's a movie that's more interesting to me. I, I don't try to think what else. Airbud's better for sure. Get out of here, Airbud. <laughs> hey, there's no rule that dogs can't play basketball, man. There's no there's no rule. Show me the rule book where it says a dog can't play basketball. Could Adam Sandler train Airbud to make it to the combine? You think? Sure. Um, Hoosiers is better. I don't know. Yeah, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Although that movie See, hasn't aged great, but I probably I, it maybe hasn't. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm trying to think of what other basketball movies there are. I don't know. Um, would this movie? Space Jam. I, I thought when I was watching this, would you like this movie more if Keegan Murray was the the instead swap out Anthony Edwards and put in Keegan Murray? Would you Would you enjoy? Keegan Murray it more? is a, a fucking legend. Go Kings. Kings are going to take the Timberwolves down every time they play. The MVP of the Summer League, Keegan Murray, by the way, right? The Timberwolves are going to think, we gave up all this guy for that Gobert guy. The Timberwolves are going to say, wait, we could have given up all that and got Keegan Murray. And we made so is mistake. that a yes? You would have preferred it no, if it, I would, Keegan Murray was I would have pretended to like it more, but I wouldn't have actually cared just because a guy. No, he, would have been a, he would have been a college sophomore, right, when they were filming this movie. So. Yeah. But he could, he could have popped in. They, they probably could have paid him to be in it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, know. he I seems he like a guy with a great personality. You know, just super the, chari- super no, I, charismatic. No, he's 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 that's part of the problem is he's just very he's like very Tim unassuming Duncan. and yeah. dull and doesn't he's not like exciting. He's just really fucking good at basketball. Like I think Eric, if you played him one on one, you couldn't get a shot off. <laughs> I probably could. I uh, think he would block every better than Anthony Edwards. Are you saying you would take Keegan Murray over Anthony Edwards? Are we gonna have this sure. debate? Sure. Yeah, Keegan Murray. Well, that's great. That, you really would? That's crazy. I guess I, I don't. I pay attention. My, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I've not. I've not done any research. I've not seen the stats. I don't. I don't know what they're. Well, Keegan Murray hasn't played a professional basketball game yet, so. No, but he's 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 gonna be a special guy. He might be a Hall of Famer. You wait and see. No, not no happening. chance. No chance. Okay. We'll see. But anyway, it's it's a perfectly okay basketball movie. There's lots of better ones. Most of the ones we listed were actually better. I put this ahead of Space Jam and Air Bud. Not much else so far of all the basketball movies I can think of off the top of my head. It's fine. It's okay. Watch it for Anthony Edwards alone because he's great. If you're not a Timberwolves fan, you will not get nearly as much out of it as Eric does. This is pure homerism. But uh, all right, we're here. We're, it's, neither one of us thinks it's, it's a great movie. So... We're, well, one of the other reasons I picked it, not again, obviously the Anthony Edwards, but I saw it on a lot of like top ten movie lists for like the first half of the year. So like there were a lot of true, people that liked it. But this is but, one of the ten best movies of 2022 so far. What a terrible six months of movies has been. Hmm. I I don't know. I. You gave it three stars, and then you just gave it an extra star because of Anthony Edwards. I mean, that's, <laughs> That's, if you think a three-star movie is one of the ten best of the year, then yes, that's a bleak outlook. It's well, not great. It's not even. It's not even pretty good. It's just fine. It's okay. So another interesting. So when I watched this, it it redirected me. This is totally a tangent. It redirected me to Adam Sandler's. Uh, he had this like a uh, tour that he went on. I think it was 2019 or 2018, and it was like a live comedy tour. Was it that and certified I, fresh thing? Yes. Yeah. 100% so fresh. 100% fresh. Yeah. So I watched okay. a bit of that. And 
It was okay. It was, you know, it was like basically the Adam Sandler comedy albums from the 90s where he just sing for a little bit and make a joke. But there was a song that he did about Chris Farley that was like really touching and like beautiful. I've heard that bit. bit. So if you don't want to watch this movie and you just want something else to watch, highly recommend just YouTubing the 100% fresh performance of this it's called chris farley i think the song is just called chris farley it's really good and like really touching it like kind of hit me a little bit um and then he does like a guitar solo that's really rad like it i was like whoa holy shit so maybe watch that instead of this movie okay i don't, I don't know now you're telling people to watch other adam sandler stuff instead of this yeah if you need your adam sandler fix maybe if uncut yeah. gems didn't do it for you then All right, Eric, let's do our five degrees. Where are, we, where are we headed? All right, you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So I started with Ben Foster, your guy, who you're saying he's criminally underrated. I think he's really good. So we talked about Hell or High Water uh, yeah. a while ago. He's great in that movie. Well, he usually comes in as the, like, this dude is crazy wild card, like 310 to Yuma. I, I, I didn't pick that, but, like, I really like that movie, and he's, like, he's the same kind of just and insane. he's the best part of the shitty John Travolta Punisher movie. Um, oh, I don't remember the, that. Oh, he's in that? Okay. Yes, and he's one of the only things I like about the X-Men 3, the Brett Ratner awful X-Men movie, The Last Stand. He plays the angel guy, right? Yeah, angel? he's one of the only things I like. Well, I just don't hate. I don't know that I even like him in that. It's like, I don't hate his performance. Um, I mean, he's genuinely, I think, really good. I... I'm just kind of surprised he doesn't get better stuff. But anyway, yeah, like ahead. award. He's a good actor, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Like he doesn't get like awards movies, like. Yeah, and he could be an action hero too. Like I mean, like can you see him as some hardcore murdering assassin? He's always dude? a bad guy, though. He's he's the kind of actor where like the second you see him, you're like, this there's something wrong with this guy. Like he's gonna fuck something up. Well, maybe, but, but I still think you could work. There's a lot of possibilities there for for nuance and intrigue. But anyway. Well, I picked a movie uh, that I do kind of like. It's called Lone Survivor. Um, it's like a Iraq War era movie about uh, like a unit of guys that got like separated and trapped, and they were fighting off. I think it was Iraqis, and there was one guy that lived, and then Mark Wahlberg is the lone oh, survivor. I, I've seen the cover. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen that cover of him. Yeah, decked out. In Actually, I kind of like that movie. That was pretty good. Okay. Um, so Mark Wahlberg's in that. Uh, he's in a movie called The Fighter, which you referenced. You already you brought it up earlier. Um, I actually quite like that movie too. I think that's pretty good. Fighter's that really that good. movie, Christian Bale is, you know, he's the, worth the price of admission. I think in that movie. Yeah, everybody's great in that movie. But that's filled with an excellent cast. Yeah. Well, Wahlberg's Wahlberg's the worst part of that movie. That's really. fine, and he, but it works because he doesn't have to say much. He plays a quiet guy who doesn't right. talk much. Like, okay, that's good. Let's give him that part. Also great in that movie is Amy Adams, and oh, so she's I incredible. picked her. She's amazing in that movie. Um, yeah. And she's in Man of Steel with with uh, your guy Kevin Costner. So okay, that's what I picked. I did Ben Foster as well. I wanted to to give him some props, such meager props like an offer. I did use Three Ten to Yuma. Um, that was my first movie, the, the remake. It's a remake of an older western. I've not love seen love that movie. I uh, love that movie. It's so good. Uh, Mangold, right? Uh, the the guy oh, yeah. that made Logan and um yeah the second X Men Ford movie. versus Ferrari yeah like he's a great great yeah, filmmaker he's a good western um so really like Ben Foster and Ben Foster in the movie with Christian Bale and look at me I'm the king of New York suddenly I'm respectable staring right at you lousy whistle newsies have you ever seen Newsies, Eric? No idea. No. Nope. It's a musical from 1992 that Christian Bale is in about boys that sell newspapers. Oh, And they boy. go on strike. And they sing the whole time they do Oh, it. it's a musical. 1992. Oh, on a early Christian Bale. That makes me uh, want to throw up. Did you just saying that? Okay. Well, anyway, it's, uh, it's a lot. It was on Disney a lot. I saw it a lot in the early 90s. Um, one of the many early opportunities for Christian Bale. Um yeah, he was a child actor, right? He was in he was in that one Spielberg movie, right? Uh, Children so Empire of the Sun. Yeah, yeah. I always forget he was like a kid actor. And yeah, yeah. He's been around for very long. I mean, he's been making movies. For, yeah, probably he probably could find stuff from the eighties and on. Um, yes, yeah, so he's been at it a while. Uh, Bill Pullman's in that movie, um, and Bill Pullman is in Wyatt Earp. 
the definitive Western about Wyatt Earp and Tombstone, Arizona. False. Um, with Kevin Costner, who is, of course, the lead of Field of Dreams. False so, statement. Because you've never seen Newsies. I'm going to lock that one away in the back of my head. Newsies, 1992. <laughs> it's one you could watch with your daughters. They might like it. Maybe. Although it sounds torturous. Okay. So the last order of business, I get to pick the movie. I'm excited. I had a lot of possibilities, but I just couldn't escape one. Um, so I got five clues. I see if Eric can guess it. I'll be very impressed if he does. Uh, so uh, first clue, the year came out in 2011. Any guesses? 2011. Uh, no, not just not from that. I don't have a guess. Okay. Clue two. This was released with an NC-17 rating. Huh. I don't. I'm intrigued. I I, I like the start of this, but I, Ooh. Yeah, this is definitely a movie. Uh, you would not want to watch with your kids. Okay. Well, all right. Um, check. 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 Let's so, go. Uh, clue number three. Part of the reason why it got an NC-17 rating is a particular scene that involves fried chicken. Famously involves fried chicken, and it's uh, unsavory. My mind's going... I'm, this isn't my guess, but my mind's going to, like, Hostel, or, like, The Hills Have Eyes, or something like that. Like, so one of those, like horror movies but that, that's not that's not my guess because that's not right there's nothing to do with fried chicken in that those movies so that's fine okay that's where your head's at that's interesting I'm interesting alright clue number four the director of this movie is also the same guy that directed The Exorcist I'll tell you his name if you want the name The uh, Freakin right yeah William Freakin yep that's right 2011 you know he um there's a bunch of movies of his that I want to see that I can't find that like are unavailable. There's like the to live and die in LA is one of his movies that and that's earlier. So it's not that, um, boy, he made a movie in 2011. Yeah. He still keeps making movies. Um, I mean, they're, they're lower budget. They're obviously not big time mainstream releases. And this one is NC 17, which is going to not, it's going to kill is it, any possibility. Is, is it the, you know, the Counselor? That's not him, right? That's a different director. Is uh, that Ridley well, I, Scott? I think Ridley Scott did The Counselor. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not The Counselor. It's not fine. Counselor. You can have more than one guess. This is a tricky one. You, is that the last clue? No, I got one more. Okay, one more clue. The star is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> in 2011... This is like right in the in the midst of the, what they call the McConaissance, where... Uh, Matthew kind of was shedding his reputation as the guy who's like shirtless in well, romantic comedies. I mean, Magic Mike, that's er, that's later. Yeah, it's not Magic Mike, obviously. Not Interstellar. That's all, all, all later. That's not freaking. And NC-17, 2011. Wow, this movie is like completely escaping anything that I would could think of. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Uh, it's not a movie that was. No, I'll explain why I picked it in a minute, but. Um, I, I I can see it. I have no idea. It's a movie called Killer Joe. Oh. So Matthew McConaughey plays a cop slash hitman, and I don't I don't know. I've never seen it. It was around the time where I started really listening to a ton of podcasts a lot. Um, it was a movie that movie podcasters talked about a fair amount, but it did not resonate culturally because it was so dark. Um, it's one of the many things where we're kind of like, I'm, I'm done being the romantic comedy guy. I'm going to do stuff because he's going to eventually do. Uh, man, I can't think of all the other ones he did. The one he won an Oscar for. Where he Dallas Buyers Club. There we go. Yeah, like he's getting he's getting there. He's working his way out of out of the stereotype. Um, it's available to stream on Amazon Prime. I've never seen it. I don't know what the fried chicken scene involves, but I know that that was a big reason why it gets an NC-17. Nobody described it on a podcast. They just referenced it. Um, like you, I, 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 there's a lot of directors I've criminally not seen enough of their stuff. Um, and William Friedkin is one. I mean, I love The Exorcist. Um, and Sorcerer is another great one. Um, That's a, got, another one I haven't seen. I can't find it. You can, like, It's not available. You, know, you can pay to stream it. I was oh, looking for it. There's a way okay. to pay somewhere. 
I was looking at freaking options, but I was like, all right, this one's on Amazon Prime. Looks interesting to talk about. I think it'd be really worth watching. So I've not seen it before. Sounds like you haven't seen it before either. No, I haven't. I'm it's excited. Prime. It sounds yeah. like right in the window of something that I would really like. So very excited. Yeah. Well, thanks to Anthony Edwards, Olay bitch. Um, anything else you want to say about Hustle? or? No, you guys, you, you can. Keegan Murray, a, you want to talk Keegan Murray some more? I, I, he's awesome. Well, what's his brother like? Is his brother going to be as good or a big, big downgrade? What's his brother's name? Like Kellen Murray? Chris, or Chris, Chris. Murray? Okay. Based off of Chris Street, who I don't know if you know anything about Chris Street, but he was a basketball player that died in the early 90s in a car accident. Oh, okay. So but his, almost like uh, uh, Adam Sandler's character almost died in a car sort accident. Sort of, yeah. Kenyon Murray is their dad. He played with Chris Street, so he named one of his sons after Chris Street. Oh, okay. Was he drinking as well? Like uh, I don't think year? so. I think he just died in a car. It was just shitty luck, or I don't remember the specific details. I was a kid when it happened, but it was, it was big enough that even when I was eight, like I I knew about it. Um, so, uh, is he going to be as good as Keegan? I hope so. Even if he's like eighty percent of Keegan, that'll still be really awesome. Is he going to be as good as Juancho Hernan Gomez? Do you think? Uh, I mean, I think he'll play in the NBA. Twelve points a game. That sounds like. That guy is just going to kind of putz around in the NBA, make a few million dollars, and then go live his life. So I think he could probably match that. I just, who knows? Anthony Edwards dunks on him, and he waves to the guy's little girl, and she waves back, and he's like, look, she, she likes me. Like, incredible stuff. That's Joker-level shit. So. Did you, did you, were you rooting for him to hurt, for uh, Bo Cruz to, to hurt Anthony Edwards? No, identifying? of course not, no. I mean, Eve's gonna get. I thought they'd get it. You mix it up a little bit, but no. Okay. You weren't identifying with his rage. He took it too far, uh, for sure. I mean, that's that's insane to like talk about talk shit in that that level. Well, that I is wonder, a, like, is there a line insane. where it's unacceptable? Like, seems like there's a ton of, of things that could to be insinuate that the guy fucked his mom and had a kid with his own mother is like that's a crazy thing to say when you're playing a basketball game to get under somebody's skin. Like yeah. what? What else could you say? Is there anything worse when you're playing a sporting event against somebody to say something like well, that? Well, you see, you see the moment he realizes his daughter's in the stand, and then like his mind he gets a little smirk like, too. I love it. It's it's like good I, I got a way. I got a way to get okay. into this guy. He's like, okay, now I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, the the typical stuff isn't working because like, I'm used to that. Michael Jordan was famous for. Larry Bird was famous for like finding like weird facts about people and then like bringing it up when they played against each other and like. You hear like football players too. They'll like, you know, find stuff about people's family and bring that shit up like at line of scrimmage. Like it happens, but like that's that's a crazy thing to say, you know, about sure. a kid. That Seems you're like the kind of person Anthony Edwards is, and kind of person you want on your no, basketball. No, that's team. not how he really is. He's just a how great do you know? actor. Have you, when have you ever talked to him? He's just a great actor. How do you know he never talks trash on the court? Oh, I'm you sure he does, but but he respects the boundaries that you've yeah, made up in your head. Sure. Okay. Okay. He's a Timberwolf. We don't we don't do that here in Minnesota. Okay. We don't play yeah, like Minnesota that. Minnesota nice. Right. Exactly. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Love y'all. All right.